we'll get to the Biden stuff this week. You know, the gaffe, there's a lot more to it than the gaffe. And we'll get to that. We'll get to Hunter Biden being in the receiving line. I have a lot to say about that. And we'll get to Ashley and Hunter Biden's uh, individual confessions about that family. There's a lot to talk about there. But there's something else that happened last week, and it has gotten no oxygen. There are people who fully recognize that the United States of America is being pillaged, and it is being pillaged. We're not the first nation. I know that doesn't comfort us sometimes. Comforts me because this is biblical. God has allowed this many, many times. I'm also excited to see that there are people who have been professional Republicans, like Ken Cuccinelli. I don't think Ken Cuccinelli is a shiny shoe anymore, if he ever was. He gets it. I'm going to start with what is historic today. This is the first time in American history today that a legal authority, that a court, a judge of this country, has found as a matter of law that the United States is being invaded. And Americans sense this. They don't sense the pillaging in a whole, but Americans as a huge majority know something's wrong. They know this is the wrong direction. Is this the moment we've been waiting for? The Todd Herman Show is 100% disapproved by big pharma, technocrats, and tyrants everywhere. Now, from the high mountains of free America, here's the Emerald City Exile, Todd Herman. Today is the day the Lord has made, and these are the times through which God has decided we shall live. Huge kudos to my friend, Zach Abraham at Bulwark Capital Management, my brother. They're the uh, partner of the week, and just this, where we're at, couldn't be here without Zach. And thank you to the people who've entrusted Zach to steward their money and their, their lives into retirement. The pillaging of America, it's not the first time that this has happened to countries. In fact, before I prepped this show, I got this great note from a friend of mine who is a very godly, very godly younger man, but very, very wise, I think, as a younger man. And this is one of the advantages to me of having a bunch of friends who are who know the Lord. I woke up in the morning and got a note from him. And he was referencing Habakkuk 1, 2 through 5. I hope I say that the right way. I have trouble with this particular minor prophet. How long, Lord, must I call for help, but you do not listen? Or cry out to you, violence, but you do not save? Why do you make me look at injustice? Why do you tolerate wrongdoing? Destruction and violence are before me. There's strife and conflict abounds. Therefore, the law is paralyzed and justice never prevails. The wicked hem in the righteousness so that justice is perverted. Oh, yeah, the Lord answered. And we'll get to his answer. Because we sit in wait 
those of us who know the Lord. We sit wondering, is it going to be the cups of wrath that the, the Lord pours out? Because he's filling them up. And to watch a nation so consumed with corruption and malfeasance, it, it really does comfort me to go back and go, oh, yeah. Like Judah, like Israel, like so many other countries that have turned their back on the Lord. And it is the vast majority of Americans who've turned their back on the Lord, most of them unknowingly. Most of them who believe they're Christians have just been swindled and hoodwinked. And I'm not talking about minor things. I'm talking about some pretty major alignments in what it means to be a Christian and biblically solid alignments, not, not, not dogma, biblically solid alignments. And the culture is so pervasive that way that it can fool people. For instance, there is a biblical view of marriage. The, the Bible absolutely, absolutely abhors abortion. Not by name, but the fact that the Lord knew the hairs on your head before you were born, had a name for you before you were ever conceived, knew of you, considered you life. And that's combined with the admonition against murder. It couldn't be more clear, but this has been stolen from people. It's been stolen from friends of ours. And this common refrain of, well, you know, getting to heaven's like a mountaintop. There's always one, you know, there's always more than one way up the mountain, except that heaven's not a mountain. It's not, a, it's not a physical climb we can make. And the Lord Jesus was very, very clear. I am the truth, the way, and the life, and no one gets to the Father but me, but, but through me. So either believe that or you don't. And many people have been enculturated to not believe it by way of being nice. And that's what it comes down to. People want to be liked. Now, that being liked has gotten us into a place where our country is being absolutely pillaged. Because Satan cannot create. He cannot imagine. He has no imagination. So he can't imagine things. He can't love he cannot create. He can twist. That's, that's where his powers end. So he's twisting love and he's twisting grace. Hate's the easy part. Super easy for Satan to get people to hate one another. Super easy. Super easy for him to use sex and lust and greed. That's the old stuff. But the new stuff is to use love. But to change what love means. And I'm not talking about perversions. I'm talking about changing, for instance, the idea of grace. Our country is being pillaged on the borders. And this is hidden in grace by people saying, well, these are just folks who want to better their lives. Sure, they are. Some of them. Others of them are being trafficked. Others still are traffickers. A small number of them, but who knows how potent, are terrorists. Many of them are criminals. But yeah, there's a lot of people who intend to better their lives. Well, you know who else intends to better their lives often? People who steal because they need. They need, so they steal. It is not grace-filled to say people need, so they should be allowed to steal. Because then more people are going to need to steal because more people are going to need. That added to the fact that the United States 
makes up 5% of the world's population, but has taken in 20% of the world's displaced peoples. That's before we erased our borders. We also provide more foreign aid on an official and unofficial capacity by far, and you can adjust that for the size of our, of our country. In other words, per capita, per gross domestic product. Any way you look at it, we give more. Now, we've been blessed. And to those whom much has been given, much will be expected. Fair enough. Well, we kind of fulfill that. But Satan can't create, so he twists, and he twists the meaning of love to mean lawlessness. Well, the Bible doesn't enjoy lawlessness. God does not endorse lawlessness. I just read the prophet, one of the minor prophets, saying about lawlessness. How long will it continue? We're being pillaged at the border, and there are people who are finally beginning to fight back against this. Ken Cuccinelli is one of those people who is fighting back. He's a former state AG. He also was former acting deputy Deputy secretary of the Department of Homeland Security. I'm going to start with what is historic today. This is the first time in American history today that a legal authority, that a court, a judge of this country has found as a matter of law that the United States is being invaded. That has never happened before today. What does that trigger? Well, here in Texas, what it triggers is it gives the governor, if he decides similarly, the authority to repel that invasion. And all we're talking about is an operation that looks a lot like Title 42, which you've all come to know, the public health order on the border. Stopping people crossing or shortly after, taking them back to the border, putting them back over the border. Until we're doing that in Texas, these numbers aren't going to change. I've heard a lot of the positive things Governor Abbott's done to support desperate communities. Desperate communities across Texas and not just at the border. That's been critical and necessary and helpful. But it doesn't change the fact that Texas and America is being invaded. Doesn't change that fact. And it's good to see people beginning to fight back against this as Cuccinelli has done. He was joined by a member of Congress who has absolutely grabbed my attention and my imagination, and that is Chip Roy. Before, before we hear Roy, let's just remember something. A lifeboat is great until it's overfilled, in which case it's just another sinking boat. The United States has been a lifeboat for the world. We still are in many, many ways, but that's not the design. The design of the people who've opened our borders and keep them or, uh, open is to sink this lifeboat. And that's where the pillaging is happening on the border. It happens around us. We're going to talk about other areas. It's consistent. It's flooding systems. It's flooding systems and it's twisting. It's twisting love. It's twisting education. It's twisting the meaning of news. It's twisting the meaning of money. And it's being done quite purposely, and the techniques are incredibly consistent. Chip Roy was at the same event with Ken Cuccinelli. Thank you all for being here. I'm Chip Roy, and I represent the 21st Congressional District of Texas. Uh, it's just a few miles north of here, the western southwest edge of the boundary of the district that I represent in Rial County. 
I want to thank all of these sheriffs, all these judges, and all these local politicians. I really want to thank you for hosting this. I want to thank you for your courage because what they're doing right here is doing what the Attorney General of Arizona did and what the Attorney General of Texas needs to do, which is recognize an invasion, an invasion of the state of Texas that is undermining our security, risking the health and well-being of Texans, allowing fentanyl to pour into our schools and communities for Texans to die, allow our ranches to get run over, empowering cartels who are well-armed along the border with their tentacles reaching into Texas. you damn right that's an invasion. What else do you call it? You want to sit back and hand ring and sit around and wrap yourselves around the axle about a definition of invasion when the people of Texas are experiencing an invasion. And the whole point here, why we're here, is that these individuals have the courage to stand up and say it formally, to formally declare what is true, that we are being invaded. We talked last week about the ultimate goal of an insurrection. And the Biden insurrection, it's really an Obama insurrection. Barack Obama was the first insurrectionist elected to the, to the presidency. And he acted like it. He appointed political appointees. And this was a brilliant move. When he was going out of office, he took hardcore leftist political appointees and threw them into unfireable bureaucratic spots. Because Obama's people and he understand perfectly well, Washington, D.C. is not really run by politicians. There's some things they do, but they're too concerned with getting, um, getting donations so they can remain in office and get the magical pensions and sit on boards. And yeah, there's some of them. Like Cuccinelli, he could have been a professional Republican, but he's, he's somehow seen what's actually going on. Chip Roy is also an activist in office. But Obama did that to put them into these entrenched positions so they'd be so difficult to remove because that's how the way the federal government has been structured, that this insurrection continues. Well, invasions don't have to be violent. Traditionally, they've been, but they don't have to be. And again, Satan's so clever. That's his own, I mean, his, I guess the, the positive attributes, if you want to think of that, he's smart and clever. He's also a liar, a thief, and a murderer. And he has no power over us as saved people, none whatsoever. So we need not fear him, but we need to talk about what we're seeing. That is the using of people. How many people was it who died in this, in this, uh, in this truck, the back of this truck last week? And it got no media coverage. But at the same time, do you know that they're going back at the border control agents who supposedly use whips? They're actually going to discipline them. Down is up, up is down, wrong is right. It's biblical. The White House spokeslier, Jean-Pierre Kib, who cares? She has her job because she is professes to be same-sex attracted, and perhaps she is, and she gets to call herself black, and therefore she is better than the rest of us because that's the official position of the people who run Joe Biden. Same-sex attracted people with higher levels of melanin are better people. That's a fact. That's their statement. That's their theory. That's intersectionality. That's white privilege. Black people do not have attitudinal issues, only whites. It's absolutely the inverse of love thy neighbor as thyself. It's absolutely the inverse of the truth, which is God created all of us. 
God loves Jean-Pierre as much as he loves us. He loves Biden as much as he loves us. That's a hard one, but it's a true one. So this is the White House spokeslier talking about this situation with the states. And it seems to always be the same guy who asks these questions. Governor Abbott in Texas issued an executive order today um, calling on the National Guard and officials there to apprehend undocumented immigrants. So I'm wondering if the administration is planning any legal response and if you'll prohibit the National Guard from participating. So I'll say this, the immigration enforcement is a federal authority uh, and states should not be mandating it, uh, meddling in it. Um, well, that's a really interesting position, Jean-Pierre. That's a very, very interesting position. States shouldn't meddle. California has announced it will be the first state to provide illegal immigrants with insurance. There are, what is it, Connecticut, Massachusetts, New York cities where they intend to allow illegal immigrants to vote. The state of Washington the biggest county there, King County, the so-called prosecutor who is as rampant and corrupt as you ever could possibly be, former Republican until three years ago, he was a Republican. Tough on crime, Dan Satterberg. He's a weak, scared, impotent man who was utterly terrified, terrified to come on my radio show, terrified. And I know this because there's people who work in his office who told me Satterberg is scared to come in your show. He's utterly terrified of ever having to debate you. Well, not to say I'm some kind of master, you know, uh, master thinker in debates. The Lord has given us all talents. But Dan Satterberg has no leg to stand on in any form of rough, not even rough, Exacting interview. King County in Washington will not arrest illegal immigrants for DUIs. They'll arrest you. They will not arrest. Oh, they will not charge uh, illegal immigrants with DUIs. Satterberg said so. It's not fair. It's not fair. But he'll charge you. They won't charge cartels. They will not out- cooperate with the immigration authorities. She says. Immigration is a federal issue, a federal federal control. Well, states like Sam, uh, fallen countries like California, separate countries like Oregon, Washington State, flat out say, we will not participate with the federal immigration authorities. We won't let them in our courtrooms. We won't report illegal immigrants to them. We won't let them in their jails. They went so far in the fallen country of Washington in Seattle, they went so far as to say that they weren't allowed to fly people out of an airport controlled by Seattle, Boeing Field. They wouldn't allow the Department of Homeland Security to fly people out or in. Yes, 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 but it's a state, it's it's a federal issue, and states shouldn't meddle. When you're dealing with this level of corruption, it doesn't stop, and you can dig from the top to the bottom. And they don't need to have truth. Truth is an enemy to them. Logic is an enemy to them. Consistency for postmodernists is an encumbrance. Consistency is their enemy. Truth is their enemy. 
This is why everything must be made political so that it can be argued. Because when it can be argued, when we don't just flat say, no, it's an invasion. No, there's no such thing as being transgender. No, you do not get to hate your neighbor if they're white. That's racism just like everything, just like any other form of racism. When we don't do that, when we don't insist on concrete truths, we play into the hands of the ultimate enemy because Satan didn't create truth. He can't even be truthful. Born a liar. And this is what we see in our midst. It's good to see people fighting back. That's not the only area. You see, as we think about this pillaging on an immigration level, let's remember that the party also, the leftist portion of the party, and thank the Lord that the Republicans don't want to do this yet, or at least it seems they don't. They want to do away with the Electoral College. Let's think about that. Let's think about New York running Texas's border. Because one of the areas that's being pillaged is, of course, our elections are being pillaged. Mentioned at the top of the show, this partnership with Bulwark Capital Management. If we're talking about pillaging and, and, and the country being pillaged, obviously our economics are part of this. I mean, we've talked ad at, at nauseum about the $360 billion that BlackRock and, and others um, talked the treasury into creating, into conjuring. That, that's a perversion of our financial system. We're talking about now a government Bitcoin that'll just disappear when you're not doing what they what you when you're not doing what they want you to do. So all all of it, all of it seems to create just this utter chaos and riskiness. This is the very best time to work with Zach Abraham at Bulwark Capital Management because it's getting riskier. The housing market, it's not crashing, it's just stalling. It's just stagnating. So if your investments haven't had a review and you're five years from retirement, man, just get in touch with Bulwark Capital Management. See if you're set up for a risk management strategy. And if anything in your investments is the 60-40 stock bond mix, uh, you really think that applies in an inflationary environment where the Fed is conjuring money whenever they want to? Well, Zach has been very clear on this for over a decade. He's told us what's going to come. He's not always right. He'll be the first to tell you he gets a bunch of stuff wrong, but they hedge upon hedges. So get in touch with them. Have them review your portfolio. If you're set up well, they'll tell you. It gives them great joy to see people set up well. It's not all about the money. In fact, it's about stewarding. Bulwark Capital Management, 866-779-RISK. That's 866-779-RISK or go to knowyourriskradio.com. Investment advice cannot be given without a client services agreement. Bulwark Capital Management is an investment advisor representative of Trek Financial LLC and SEC registered investment advisor. So our elections and, and electoral process is also being pillaged. And of course, this follows on with the discussion of the border. Of course it does follows on with the discussion of the border because there's a reason for the invasion. And the primary reason for the invasion is to destroy our economy, to create enough people who come to America with an expectation of receiving government largesse, you know, forced to forced, uh, forced largesse because it's not the government's money. That's part of it. That's, that's, that's the original design. That's why motor voter exists. That's why the people like, Francis Fox Piven wanted the borders open and she got them opened. 
It's one of the reasons why the Eric Holders of the world who hate this country with to a to a burning core of hatred. That's why the borders are open. You can hide a lot of fraud in big numbers. And you want to see how quickly your your personal economy changes? They like to pretend that the nation's economy is this wonderfully complicated thing that only the quants at BlackRock can understand. Well, they can certainly see things in it that normal people can't. But it's a pretty easy test. At what point does your personal budget budget blow up? How many people in your house now? What if it was 100 times more? Can you feed 100 times more? Can you go from four people to 400? I mean, yeah, God could come in and say, hey, I'll feed the 5,000. He could. Absent that, could you? What about 1,000? What about 10,000? See, eventually things break and you can't be philanthropic. I mean, honestly, if you think about it, how many months could you go feeding 400 people every day? Could you house them? At what point do things break down? That's part of the goal. The other goal, though, is to hide people to get them into elections, to change the country drip, drip, drip by over time, bringing people in who didn't come here for the American system. They came here for the American assets. To that point, the so-called Justice Department that cannot be bothered to stop protesters from breaking the law outside of the houses, Supreme Court justices. And by the way, I hope you saw that the left is now threatening uh, Supreme Court justices at dinner. They have bounties out to follow them around to make their lives a living, living nightmare. And this is, of course, they're inviting this on themselves, but of course the right, if the right does this, then it's going to be, oh, it's just domestic terrorism. But I digress. The so-called Justice Department is suing Arizona over a new law that requires federal voters to show proof of citizenship. Let, let's, let's state this the way it is. The so-called Department of Justice, the nation's law enforcement arm, is suing a state saying you don't get to make sure only citizens vote. You don't get to do that. Okay, let's write this back to real life. Tell me when the lawsuit is going to Citibank saying you don't get to, to, to make sure you're giving mortgages only to people who give you their actual names. You don't get to use credit reports. You don't get to get social security numbers and driver's licenses. Have you bought a house lately or refinanced it? The the amount of paperwork you have to do. Most of that's driven by the government. Most of that's driven by the same people who don't want us to be able to ascertain if people are in the country illegally before they vote. They don't want us to make sure only citizens vote. You can apply this to anything in life. You're an airline. You don't get to make sure that the people getting on the plane have given you their first and last name. How dare you check their names? And of course, the easiest one in the world to get to is the the, the Department of Justice building in Washington, D.C. If you're a tourist and you happen to be listening to the show in Washington, D.C., I invite you to go say to the Department of Justice, hi, I'm a taxpayer. I'd like to look around my building. Or go to the White House tour for which you must sign up like six months in advance and they do background checks and the Secret Service looks into you. Every detail. College applications. 
In that case, they're not checking immigration status because they don't want to know. But look at all the other things they check. It's all purposeful. The election system is being pillaged. It was pillaged last time by Mark Zuckerberg. They intend to find ways to pillage it again. Last week, I talked about the fact that Joe Biden is absolutely, the people who run him are absolutely hiding his attempt to rig this next election. We talked about it in detail. I hope you listened to that show. So the pillaging continues across all forms of government. The Lord has been so clear so many times. If you turn your back on me, I will let your enemies pillage your fields. I'll let them go and take your cypress trees. I'll let them seize your lands. I'll let them destroy your temple. I'll let them enslave you. I'll let them come in to the land I gave you, scoop you up, (laughs) and take you away for generations. I'll let them take you to Babylon. And then there's going to be a certain select people, the elect, and we are the exiled elect. In our own country, the exiled elect took Daniel and his friends to Babylon when they refused to turn their back on God. And from that, we came with some of the most profound prophecies in all of biblical history, including the fact that this would happen again. It's helpful to me. Maybe it's not helpful to you, but to me, it's, it's incredibly helpful, you guys, to know okay, this has happened before. This is a pattern. The Lord allows this. The Lord has allowed this many, many times. Oh, and there is the reply that the Lord provided to part of the biblical quote I read earlier. We'll get to that reply. It's helpful for me. There's other degradation of other institutions. There's a principle. Education is a big one. There is a principal um, who is accused of trying to fire white teachers. (laughs) I can laugh at this. There's a principal accused of trying to fire white teachers because of their race. And and this is from the dailymail.com, you know, the UK. (laughs) And this is such a UK headline. Principal accused of trying to fire white teachers because of the race created school of insanity plagued with low quality education and dangerous fighting says students. Yeah, that's uh, that that's exactly what happens when you install racism and hatred and you bring in teachers, not because they're qualified, because they have black skin or they're a BIPOC baby BIPOC. High school for law and public services students are angry at the principal named Paula Lev. Students allege her diversity crusade has fostered insanity in the classroom. A petition claims Lev replaced qualified staff with unknowledgeable employees. Of course she did. Um, and it's the Department of Education has probed this last year and said she tried to get word of white staffers. I'm telling you right now, this is the official policy of schools in the separate country of Washington State. They want to do everything they can to get rid of white teachers and specifically white Christian teachers because they stand in the way of the glorious, glorious revolution. So we are pillaging our systems and our schools of any and all decent teachers. That's a radical pillaging because the pillaging of the schools is the pillaging of the minds of kids. And we know about that. The theft of truth, the theft of logic, the the theft of science, the theft of their bodies. And God has seen it before. 
And you know what he's told us? Come back to me. You're trying it on your own. It's not working. Come back to me. He doesn't want to boss us. He wants us to choose to live under his authority because it's better for us. And it is better for us. The people at Allen's Artisan Soaps, I've talked to you at length about Allen. He's, he's not a mascot. He's a human being. He is the creator of a lot of these fantastic soaps, including the newest scent, which is Lilac Applewood. He's the creator of a lot of these scents. I've talked to you about him. I want to talk a, just a second about the journey of Alan's artisan soaps, which is really being orchestrated by his dad. Alan works there. I don't want to, I don't want to give short shrift to what Alan does at the company. He works there every single day. He's so deeply impacted um, by autism that there's limited things he can do. But he does the things he does at very, very well. And those things are like creating the soaps and coming up with some of the names. He can't speak, but he has ways of communicating through an iPad, etc. This is the journey that John took. And I hope John won't be offended when I say this, but there was a time where John was not, not cutthroat, never has been. But man, it was about the Benjamins and about the money. And he built himself one heck of a company, a digital marketing company. And the way I met John was he reached out to me at the RNC when I was the chief digital officer there and said, hey, your email program is pretty good. I'll make it great. <laughs> and I talked to him, got some advice. Sure enough, I don't know that anyone knows email marketing better than him. Digital marketing. Now, not spam. Understand, not spam. Hates spam because it destroys good email marketing. Then he had kids. And his kids began to grow. And then he began to see that the world would literally have him end the life of, of his two younger boys, Alan from Alan's Artisan Soaps and Ian. And there were people coming to John and saying, oh, come on, just John, live your life. Live your best life now. Put your, son in, put your sons in an institution. You can never help them. Live your best life. Get out in your boat. He owns boats and likes to do this stuff. It changed the man. God called John to himself. It's my firm belief, and John will tell you the Lord saved him. And he created Allen's Artisan Soaps for a very pure reason. He wants Allen to have a place to work. And he wants to prove something to his other, other business colleagues. Allen and kids like him are not inert objects. God gave them talents too. Allen's nose is better than yours. His sense of scent is better than yours. His ultra-sensitive skin is why all the soaps are all natural ingredients made in America. See, everybody, God gave everybody talents. That's a part of the story of Alan's Artisan Soaps. You can become part of the story by signing up for the Herminator sub. Just go to Alan's Soaps, A-L-A-N-S, soaps.com slash Todd. Sign up for the Herminator sub, get 10% off. Six bars of soap, a soap rack, a soap pouch, and a fluff, all at 10% off. Allensoaps.com slash Todd. It's a juxtaposition. I, I just, I have to say one more thing. Look at the juxtaposition. Look at stories like Allen's in comparison to the pillaging. Think of the purity in comparison to the pillaging. It can be done. God's people can do it. God's people can lift this country. 
I mentioned earlier the so-called prosecutor of King County. Um, I used to call him Heroin Dan Satterberg, which is a perfectly fair nickname. He created the heroin problem in Washington State. He and and um, the form, the King County uh, executive guy I used to call Smack Daddy Dow Constantine. They're they're absolutely responsible for that. And the so-called doctor there, Doctor Jeff Dushin, that's his actual name, Dushin. They they caused all this. It was my first real look at an absolutely corrupt, purposely impotent prosecutor. And I remember with great, great frustration saying to the Republican Party, you're actually going to run this guy as a as a Republican? Oh, he's been in office forever. He's got great name recognition, but he's destroying King County. Well, he's a Republican. Our job is to elect Republicans. Guys, that's why I call it professional Republicans. I tried to get someone to stand up. I tried to get someone to run as a, as a write-in, to run against him, to primary him. Oh, no, he's got it nailed. He's got all the name recognition. The day after... It was too late to put another Republican name on the ballot. That coward switched to being a Democrat. He switched the day after. It was too late to put someone else on the ballot. The coward switched. Our prosecutors are being pillaged. Not not them, but the prosecutor's offices are being pillaged. The same tactic flood the system. Flood our jails. Flood our prisons. Why? So that we start letting people out. Why? So that there's criminals on the streets. Don't charge criminals. Why? So people feel unsafe. Why? So they'll ask for more control. That's why they want the cities to burn. That's why they want you to feel unsafe. And in separate countries like Seattle, you are unsafe. You're on your own. Why do they want fewer cops so there's more crime? Why do they want blight so people say, look, it doesn't work. America doesn't work. We tried it. It's broken. Capitalism doesn't work. That's the goal. Tell me again what Satan can and cannot do. He cannot create. He cannot love. He cannot imagine. He cannot speak truth. Unless it's in service of a lie. He can only twist and ruin and lie and build mirages and scare, and threaten. That's what they're doing in the cities. This is the attorney general in Illinois. And he, or the state attorney general, Eric Reinhardt. He's speaking here after the shooting that never should have happened because the alleged, although doesn't, I think he's, I've heard he's confessed. I'll wait until he has to not say alleged. Um, This is him speaking to the press to give an update. And, and if you didn't really understand Illinois law, this, this could almost make sense, but let me, um, let me kind of remind people because I didn't know this about Illinois as he's going through his list of things here and things that he wants to to have done or, 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 or appear to want done. Celebration of freedom has ended in despair for our community. All of the people who died steps from here lost their freedom. Um, As does every baby who's aborted. Just right there. Life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. They lose their life. They lose their liberty. So he's right. They did. They lost their freedom. So does every baby 
who's murdered. Although I, I believe God is righteous and just to, to welcome those babies into heaven. That's a discussion we can have. All of it. Every ounce of freedom that they had. The freedom to love. The freedom to learn. And the freedom to live a full life. Again, abortion. Need I say more? Their freedom matters too. We must do more as we think and reflect upon their freedom. Think and reflect upon their freedom. Got it. What about the freedom of uh, a 17-year-old in Chicago to not be murdered working at a McDonald's? What about the freedom of an 11-year-old girl in a drive through window going to dinner with her dad, a daddy-daughter date shot through the window by someone your office continues to let out? You love this case because it's a black swan moment and you can scare people with it. Your state has been ruined. The gangs run your major cities. But yes, 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 lecture us some more, Daddy. On this July 5th, Illinois has a strong red flag law that keeps communities safe and respects everyone's rights. Does it? Does it? You had law enforcement officers in his home and took knives away. He was dangerous enough to, 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 to go around the Fourth Amendment and take stuff out of the house, but not so dangerous to have been incarcerated or examined psychologically. Because if you examined them psychologically, you would have found out that he was deeply, deeply, deeply ill and getting more and more sick on a daily basis. And, and as we talked about last week, was a pothead. Even the New York Times admits that one quarter of the cases of schizophrenia is coming from stinkweed. Our nation is being pillaged. The mental health of young people is being pillaged. My friend Glenn Morgan in the state of Washington, the fallen country of Washington, just stopped the ACLU from putting a petition up to legalize all hard drugs, pillage the country. I have to get Glenn on to talk about that. It's hilarious. The AG of Illinois continues his diatribe. We must vastly increase awareness and education about this red flag law called the Illinois Firearm Restraining Order. Yes, yes. The goal... The goal of this tool is to ensure the safety of the individual and those around them. And it's a stupid idea. Follow me. This person's so dangerous, we need to take away his Fourth Amendment rights so that he can't and take his guns away. Why don't we just put him in jail? You can't do that. That that, that violates his rights. But he's that dangerous that you need to take his stuff away. Yes. Can he buy a pressure cooker? What do you mean? Can you buy a pressure cooker or three? Well, of course. It's just you can go to Fred Meyer or Winco and buy one. Can you buy cooking oil? Well, yeah. Nails? Sure. Can you have access to an electrical outlet overnight? Yeah. Suitcases? Gym bags? Sure. Oh. Oh, that's right. The Boston, uh, Boston Marathon. Got it. It allows courts to temporarily remove guns and prevent the purchase of new guns by individuals who pose a significant rest. Risk, you mean? As I said, this tool allows temporary removal from the subject and he, he prohibits the new purchase the line. during the duration of the order. It allows individuals to stabilize their treatment. Excuse you me. didn't treat him! 
pillaged, pillaged office. We're getting to the, um, the, the, the ridiculous part. Oh, I know it's all ridiculous, but we're getting to the cherry on top of the ridiculousness. We stabilize their behavior, seek treatment, and access other resources that our community must invest in to give those who need help. But separate from these red flag laws, which are very powerful in Illinois, <laughs> we should also ban assault weapons in <laughs> Illinois and beyond. Oh, I don't even need to say it with this audience. You've already said it in your minds. And, and it's just a pillaging. And the, the people clapping behind him, they, they've been absolutely victimized into believing this stops anything. Case in point, you have a, a murder of a, uh, of a political figure in Japan. And the way this is covered is just utterly remarkable. This is, this is NPR. The media, the media has been pillaged. The media is utterly pillaged. The trustworthiness, and by the way, you know what that does? It also, it, it to some degree pillages the First Amendment. It does. It degrades the First Amendment. There's only two, one job, you could say, in the First Amendment that's protected, and that is, th- th- it's not really meant to be. Freedom of the press is not really about the media. It's about all of us being able to have, you know, free speech. The press being the ability to pamphleteer. Um, here's how NPR covered the assassination of Shinzo Abe. Um, Let's see, no, this, I got to do this in my NPR voice. Former Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe, a divisive art conservative, one of his nation's most powerful and influential figures, has died after being shot during a campaign speech Friday in Western Japan, hospital officials say. And my friends at Powerline Blog went on to talk about how the AP has covered other deaths. Hugo Chavez, fiery Venezuelan leader, dies at 58. Fidel Castro, who defied U.S. for 50 years, dies at 90. And, and my very favorite, those were AP. This is the Washington Post. I remember this one. I, I was on, you know what? I was filling in for Rush the day this came out. God rest Rush. This was, this was such fun on Rush's show uh, with callers. Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi, austere religious scholar <laughs> at the helm of the Islamic State, dies at 48. So this is how the pillaged media referred to the, the murder, uh, the ass- assassination of this gentleman, who, by the way, uh, was good with Trump. And of course, they hate him for that. This is what they blame. And it was a homemade gun. It's, it's, it's a, a homemade, it looks like a homemade shotgun. I don't know what the projectiles were, but apparently black powder looked like it was fired uh, with an electrical charge because it's difficult to get live shotgun shells in Japan. This morning, what we know about the motive and the investigation into how it happened in a country where gun violence is nearly unheard of. With gun violence headlines front and center right here in the United States, we should point out incidents like this are extremely rare in Japan. There were only 10 reported gun incidents last year, and that left just one person dead. His death is profoundly shocking for Japan, a country where gun violence is almost non-existent. Abe passed away at four. 4.03 a.m. Eastern Time, profoundly rocking a country unaccustomed to gun violence. It was a made up, I mean, it was a self-made gun and they want to make it gun violence. They're that committed to this. And here's the result. The media has pillaged itself of believability. Congress has a, um, Congress has a trust rating of 7%. 7%.
They're the only organization lower than TV news at 11%. Newspapers are at 18% also near the bottom. And this is from Gallup. This also pillages the ability for this nation to have any shared knowledge. We can have no shared discussion, no shared knowledge. Because we can't have shared facts. Because we can't even agree on the simplest thing and the absolute fact that men don't give birth. Quite purposely, Satan cannot build, he cannot invent, he cannot love, he cannot imagine, he can only twist. And when people turn their backs on him, on on the Lord, Satan's right there. And it starts with little things and works its way up into big things. Our resources are being drained. I'm still just mind blown. Five million barrels of oil that were part of a historic, this is Reuters, part of an historic U.S. emergency oil reserves release, um, quote, aimed at domestic fuel prices. It wasn't aimed at domestic fuel prices. They gave this stuff to Europe and Asia. Pillaging. The figureheads people are pillaging our oil supplies. Public health has been pillaged. I don't know how useful this audio is, but good Lord, is this heartbreaking. This is a model by, by trade, uh, was, perhaps will be again, God willing. Her name is Claire Bridges. And let me tell you, that this. Uh, th- just listen to the audio. This is a nurse. Um, you'll hear most of the nurse's voice. I don't know that, that Mrs. Bridges, Miss Bridges can speak well at this point. Her body's been through a lot. The nurse is leaning over her bed. She's leaning Claire Bridges up, Miss Bridges. She's, she's helping Miss Bridges sit up. She's asking her some questions about her day, and Miss Bridges seems to be trying really hard to answer. Miss Bridges has oxygen in her nose. Then I'll tell you the rest of the story. This is much better than last time we did it, right? The woman's kind of nodding, sort of. She's in a blue dress. She's got long black hair. Parades on the side. Okay. Do you want to relax back on prison seat? Okay. Just relax back. Leads her back on her bed. That young woman, because of the mRNA trash, had to have both her legs amputated. Because she was poisoned by Bill Gates and Tony Fauci. Our nation's public health has been pillaged. This stuff will continue to maim and kill for for all of our lifetimes and then some. Mark my words. One of the few people who said early on this stuff is going to kill people and it is. And it's not because I had special knowledge. I didn't. I was thinking about saying something, but it would sound bitter and self-serving and it would sound like I'm coveting and I don't. I would just tell you this. There is a cost in media. There's a cost to talking about the injections the way I do. I chose to leave the radio show. Totally my volition. I'm not talking about Bonneville, my last employer. 
they had offered me a five-year contract. I'm talking about a bigger picture. There's a cost and it's a cost I would pay anytime. Then there's this. We've been on a tour of the pillaging of America. We'll go right back up to the White House. Right back up to the top. There was a young man named Hunter Biden. He's now an older man. He was in a receiving line at the White House recently, shaking hands with people. As I was watching that, and this has happened last week, I was watching that, I was wondering, how many of those people know that Hunter is a desperate cokehead? I mean, pardon me, meth addict. I don't know that that's any better. How many people know that who are shaking his hand? He's also on video speaking with a woman who looks very, very much like a hooker. And judging the scene, his proclivities, his obvious problem with sex and drugs. And he's admitting to this woman that he is being blackmailed by Russia as his dad is running for president. Why is there a voicemail? And then there's the voicemail. Yeah, the voicemail. Yeah, I'll play the audio later this week of Hunter and this woman. But then there's the voicemail. See, Hunter says, I'm being blackmailed by Russia. And my dad's running for president. He says it on, 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 to, to apparently a hooker. And then there's the voicemail where Joe Biden calls his son and leaves a message. And Peter Ducey asks the White House spokeslier about this. Why is there a voicemail of the president talking to his son about his overseas business dealings if the president has said... He's never spoken to his son about his overseas business. Well, first I'll say that uh, what the president said stands. So if he, if that's what the president said, that, he, that is what stands. And you second, secondly, New York Times article but secondly, concerning secondly, business dealings. And Peter, he says, I think you're clear. How is that not him talking to his son about his overseas business dealings? We're not from this podium. I am not going to talk about alleged materials from the laptop. So I will. I'm not. Voice on the voice I am not going to talk about alleged materials on the laptop. Are it's you not happening. That it is not Peter, I refer you to uh, to his son's representative. At the very top. A woman who reads words from binders because she has none of her own and she can't even do that well. She has her job because she says she's same-sex attracted. Perhaps she is. Our believability has been pillaged. She identifies as black. And fair enough. She's got darker skin. She gets to do that. That's why she has that job. Full stop. Our nation's human resources has been pillaged. Habakkuk 1, verse 2 through 5. I know I'm saying that wrong. I hate it when I do that from the Bible. 
How long, Lord, must I call for help, but you do not listen, or cry out to violence, but you do not save? Why do you make me look at injustice? Why do you tolerate wrongdoing? Destruction and violence are before me. There is strife and conflict abounds. Therefore, the law is paralyzed and justice never prevails. The wicked hem in the righteousness so that justice is perverted. The Lord's answer, look at the nations and watch and be utterly amazed. For I'm going to do something in your days that you would not believe, even if you were told. Even if you were told. Next hour on the Todd Herman Show. What's going on in the nations? Did I really see Dutch farmers building tanks and getting shot at? Did I really see Italian farmers joining them? Yes, I did. That's next hour. This is the Todd Herman Show. Please go be well, be strong, be kind, and please, 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 I beg you to pray to the Lord that he will show you the work you're to do to help the people around you in your home sphere, in your work sphere, in your church sphere. Turn to him.